Da 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 da, Jessie Treffa. You have my DIY intro because I don't have a real intro yet. I'm feeling out my da 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 da, which I really do enjoy. So there you have it, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm glad you're here, and this is the second episode. So today we'll be talking a little bit about the video I did last week on YouTube on the word of the year for 2023, and I'll also do some freestyle just conversation because that's what I want this podcast to be, is a conversation with me and you talking about normal things but normal things that maybe we don't talk about all the time with the people we see in our daily life. So let's go right into it and talk about my last video. So my last video was about the my word of the year for the year 2023 and a little bit about what the word of the year is, when it started, all that good stuff. So the word of the year started in the 1970s in Germany as a tradition. And it's been growing in popularity ever since. And I never really heard about the word of the year until last year. So 2023 is the first year I actually chose a word to implement into my year, to manifest, to focus on. And it's really powerful. So I, like I said, I didn't choose a word of the year for 2022. But in my journal, I had put that I wanted to focus on growth and change in the year of 2022, which as you know, as I've mentioned, I really needed to grow as a person at that time in my life, which was not that long ago. And grow I did. So for 2022, my year was growth. And for 2023, I spent a lot of time trying to decide what my word was going to be. And if you've tried to find a word, you may have been in the same exact situation. And I switched between tons of words. I started with grace because I thought I needed to be more gracious in my speech to think about what I was saying and speak in a kind and thoughtful way to people and to myself. And then I thought my word was going to be dignity because I wanted to have integrity and to stand behind what I did and to be proud of the things I chose to say to people and the way I acted in my relationships and in my daily life. And then I spent a lot of time thinking, oh, I had a lot of growth last year, so now I want some routine. So I chose the word stability because I thought I needed to have more stability in my life. And if I brought in more groundedness and routine, that I would have that stable foundation to uh, continue my growth and start sprouting flowers. So, but, and I love all those words and I loved all those words and I could have had all of those three. <laughs> I feel like they're a lot, but three is a lot when you think you're choosing the one word over and over again. So those three words are powerful. They're beautiful. And they would all bring wonderful things into my life, but they just didn't seem quite right. So I thought about it more and a word that kept sticking out to me and it would pop in when I would do Google searches or listen to a podcast or even do reading, a word that stuck out to me was 
intention. Because with intention, I put thought behind my words, which leads to grace. With intention, there is purpose behind what I'm doing or choosing to say or think, which makes me feel dignified. And with that intention, by planning and thinking and providing meaning to the things I do, that brings stability because I'm not just jumping into things. I'm actually thinking about them first. Number one, why I'm doing them. Number two, what their purpose is. Number three, extra thought. It's all the same thing. One, two, and three, it's all the same thing. It's all intention. It's all the thought behind and the meaning behind and stopping to think about how I'm going to do something. So intention. Intention is my word this year. And intention came up a lot this week for me because what I realized, and I wanted to talk to you about this today, is intention is kind of, as I'm starting this year and thinking about this word, intention is kind of the balance between not letting something mean too much and not letting something mean not enough. And I have an example because I'm just starting this content creation, social media, online presence part of my life. And I filmed my second YouTube video this week on Monday afternoon, last week. It's Monday afternoon this week now, <laughs> but I filmed it on Monday afternoon and I had the general idea of what I wanted to do and I just kind of wung it and I set up my camera and I just was like, okay, that's good enough. I have the material good enough and I'm just going to film this video and I'll crop out the stuff that doesn't work and I'll just make it work. So I filmed the whole video and I send it to my computer and I saw that my forehead was chopped off and I was like, oh, you know what? It's good enough. Just got to get the, the stuff up there. My intention, like my intent is just to like get some information out there and talk to my people. And so my forehead was cut off. I edited the whole video. I got the whole thing done. The information was kind of jumbled. It wasn't that organized. And I was like, you know what? It's good enough. And so I got it uploaded on YouTube and Steven and I started, Steven's my husband, we started to watch it. And my husband, my wonderful husband, he told me kindly that it wasn't gonna work. He's like, Jess, this video can't work. Your forehead's cut off. People aren't gonna be able to focus on what you're saying. They're just gonna be looking at your cut off head. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you for being honest. I'm taking the hit and I will take it down. So honestly, it was probably a loss of four hours of my life, which may not seem like that much, but it was a lot of energy put into those four hours. And I was ready to admit that it wasn't gonna work because one, I knew I didn't prepare for the video that much. Number two, I knew I was slacking with the setup for the camera. Number three, I knew my forehead was cut off and I still edited the video. So I feel like if I would have been really using my word intention with that whole process, I would have put more time and intention into the material I was talking about, 
in the video, having it being organized and ready to present to you in a way that you could easily understand. I would set up the camera in a way that would be encompass my whole environment so that it wouldn't be distracting for whoever would be watching it. And number three, if I would have used intention and thought, I would have really seen that when I cropped it, I cut off my forehead. And if I wanted to really put a good video out there for you, remembering that that was my intention was to put out a good quality video for you, I would have stopped it right there and said, no, I can't have a cropped off head for this video for my people, for my beautiful people. This is not going to work. I'm going to stop it here. But I didn't use my word intention. I slacked off on the side of not caring enough, and I thought it would be good enough. And I needed to shift more over to the side of caring and really wanting to do a good job. But then on the other side, there's caring too much. So there's over-preparation, there's perfectionism, there's too much attention to detail, there's overthinking, which we've talked about. There's a lot that can push us too far where we're using too much of our energy and too much of our thought to take us away from a good, healthy intention. And, and I still have a lot to learn about this word. This is still a new word for me, and I think it has a lot of layers, and I'm excited to learn more about it. So I am going to continually put more intention into everything that I do. It comes to mind, like, even intention with brushing my teeth. Like, instead of just sitting there and just brushing my teeth like a machine, really intentionally taking care of my teeth. When I floss, one tooth at a time, slow down, brush your teeth, take care of your teeth, live in the moment. And I think that's what a lot of living intentionally is, is really caring about what we're doing. And it's so easy to get lost in being in a hurry. And this is something that I still get stuck in. Every day I get stuck in it somewhere where I'm in a hurry. I'm not thinking about what I'm doing and I lose touch with the moment and living in the present moment. So I think intention as my word through the year is going to continue to help me live in the moment because I've grown a lot in the last year. I need to continue to grow and living intentionally is going to keep me in the present moment and keep me, my integrity in line and keep me living with a sense of purpose behind what I'm doing. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit more about word of the year. So if you watch my video, you'll see these, but I'm gonna tell them to you again here. So even the Oxford Dictionary and the Merriam-Webster Dictionary chose words of the year. And there's more that have chosen a word of the year, but I like these two. So Merriam-Webster chose gaslighting, which I had in my Google search history a lot last year. 
because I wanted to know what gaslighting was and I had no idea what it was and I couldn't pinpoint it and I couldn't recognize it. And now I'm a little bit better, but I still have work to do with gaslighting. So I love that it is Merriam-Webster's word of the year. It, gaslighting is when your thoughts and feelings and opinions and all of that good stuff and your emotions are not validated. They're Instead, they are invalidated. And let's say you are upset about something. You say, well, I don't, that makes me so upset. And then somebody will say to you, you shouldn't be upset about that. That is, I mean, as far as I understand that, then that's gaslighting because nobody, if you're upset, you know, if you're upset, somebody can't tell you that you are not upset because you are feeling in your body, in your emotions, in your whole being that you are upset or angry or hurt or sad or frustrated. You are the one feeling those things. So someone telling you that you are not feeling those things, that's gaslighting. And it makes you feel like you are crazy. And we also do that to ourselves. So if I'm sad and I'm feeling sad, I'm like, you shouldn't be sad. Why are you sad? You're not sad. You're just you're just being a big baby. You're not sad. Stop it. You're crazy. Like that's gaslighting. Uh, instead, we need to not gaslight ourselves. We need to validate ourselves. Be like, oh, you are sad right now. Yes, I can understand why that would be sad. That is sad. You, you can do, you should do something. Why don't you do something that would comfort you right now? Why don't you go snuggle up with a blanket and read a book for a little while and light a candle and have a cup of tea? So, and then author dictionaries word of the year is goblin mode. And I love this. And I was looking at some, <laughs> some YouTube shorts on goblin mode and they were hilarious. So goblin mode is a place I love to be. Goblin mode is when you act like lazy or like a, like slothful or greedy even like just because like that is just what you're doing right there and you don't worry about social norms you don't worry about judgment you're just like you know what I am totally in goblin mode right now and I'm gonna be in these weird positions and I'm gonna paint like upside down or in a, while I'm doing a somersault and I'm gonna be on the couch and I'm gonna be hanging upside down watching the television because it feels good right now and I don't care what you think like that's goblin mode <laughs> not in a kind of like unhealthy way where you're like what you care doesn't matter. I'm doing whatever I want. Not like that, but just kind of like, this feels good for me. And this is just what I'm going to do right now. So whatever, that's goblin mode. So I love that. And I'll be hashtagging that through the year. And I'm going to try to find excuses to hashtag it. I love it. And so those are a couple words of the year. And I also did a fun word of the year activity this week when I was out with two of my girlfriends at the Art Deco Market here in South Beach, Miami, which was beautiful. And it smelled like delicious fair food the entire time I was out there. I watercolor painted some words that some of you beautiful people have told me are your words of the year, like growth and happiness and stability and connection and joy, which I love. I love joy. So I painted these words and I brought them all around South Beach at the Art Deco market. And I took pictures of them around the beautiful city scene. And it was really fun. And it was cool to be holding up the words and hear people comment on them. A group of kids walked past when I was holding up happiness and they're like, oh, happiness. I'm like, yeah. So it's always cool to be around and be seeing your effect of your positivity on others. It's just a quick little inspiration. All those positive vibes are contagious. Negative vibes are contagious too. So 
I always like to stick with the positive ones and kind of nip the negative ones in the butt. Not like I never get negative, not like I never get low vibration, but it does happen. But I do try to allow those lower emotions to sit in a safe space. I try not to let those low vibes, if I'm like cranky or annoyed or frustrated or angry about something, I try to keep it in my own bubble. I'm a big advocate for staying on our own paper. And that's something that I read in a book by Laura Doyle called The Empowered Wife, which I really look forward to talking about that on one of my podcasts. And I realized how important it is that we stay on our own paper. We worry about ourselves. We worry about how we are feeling inside and we don't try to ignore what we are feeling by focusing on what others might be feeling or what the others are doing or what others are struggling with. We can support others. We can be there for others, but we cannot allow others sufferings or areas of needed growth to affect our inner environment. So I love to jabber on this podcast and I don't know what you took out of that. And honestly, my intention for this podcast today was to talk to you about my last video to allow you to just kind of hear me jabber a little bit and to get a podcast out this week because due to the nature of my content creation last week which having to refilm a video and edit and get used to all this stuff i did not have the time to organize a really well thought out podcast for you today for, for you this week. So you are getting a jabber one. And I think that's just going to be what it is when I have a crazy week. And I really hope you're okay with that. And if you don't listen to it, that's totally fine. But I want to be consistent. I want to talk to you. I want to have these conversations. And uh, um, this next week, I'm putting out a video on massage, why people get massage, the physical, mental and spiritual benefits of it. So I'm really looking forward to getting that information out into the content creation atmosphere too, because I know massage is a growing industry. More people are getting massage, but there's still a big chunk of people who like 60% of people have never gotten a massage. I think that's what it was. because 38% of people have gotten massage. So close to 60% haven't gotten massage. So there's a lot of people wondering why people even get it and what it could be good for them for. Is it a waste of time? Is it not? Um, and I made a video this last week about massage and uh, uh, what the different benefits are. And I tried to make it fun and interactive and entertaining. And I really enjoyed this last video and love how I'm coming along with the editing process. So I would love for you to jump on there and let me know what you thought of it. If you liked the little emojis and bubbles and graphics that I put on there. And as I said, all my content creation is in the works, getting better and better every week. I'm still super new here. So even if you want to follow along with me as I'm continuing in my content creation journey, I'm going to be authentic with you guys and let you know how it's going. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be seamless. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to have reels that have 2000 views. I'm going to have reels that have zero views. I'm going to have YouTube shorts that hopefully get even more than the two that my, 
my one client. But you know what? This is all new. So anyone who wants to jump on here with my content creation journey and hear that stuff too, I'll pop in some real life experiences with that too. Because I'm in it for the long haul. My husband's working with me too. He uh, just finished his book. Uh, that he's been writing for a couple of years and we're working on getting that out into the public too. So we are entrepreneurs. We love working for ourselves. We are on this journey of life together and it is awesome. So that is it for my podcast today. Da, 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 Jesse Triff. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, stay calm in these crazy vibes of January. It's weird because I feel like January takes forever and it's also the shortest month it's for me mentally sometimes. <laughs> so, all right, guys, have a great week. I will talk to you in seven days. Ciao.